Hello and welcome again to another episode of An Ocean of Ontological Light. I'm your host, Ron Wright. Today I'd like to talk to you about the speed of trust. A spiritual life is lived by trust. Trust is not an easy word to throw around these days, I guess. Perhaps it's even an unsafe word for most of us who have maybe been hurt or misjudged or taken advantage of. We don't really like that word trust too much. Who or what is trustworthy in this world? Is there any leader, political side, institution, organization, or person that can be fully trusted? I mean, this has become a serious question in the world that we live in today. Yet our heart, in, in any relationship, only moves at the speed of trust. You show me any relationship, whether it's between a husband and wife, a parent and child, an em employer and employee, and the relationships will only move as fast as there is trust between them. You know, the fact that relationships only move at the speed of trust, that's really why most people today are, are stuck and not getting anywhere spiritually. They think, well, you know, I just have to know about spiritual things to grow spiritually. I just need to, to learn and, and know things. But the reality is we have to trust something, actually someone. It's the act of trusting, not, not intellectual knowing, that causes our spirit to awaken strengthen and grow. You know, perhaps one of the happiest but hardest verses in the scriptures is this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. This is found in Proverbs 3 verse 5, a familiar verse to, to many people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. I'm not sure which is the hardest part of that verse, trusting in the Lord with all your heart or not leaning and relying on our own understanding because certainly that's what most of us do all the time, right, is we rely on our own understanding. But learning about the Lord is, is really different than any kind of academic learning that we do because our heart has to engage in a relationship because this is truth about a being, a person, not truth about just information. So there has to be a relationship, and relationship is based on trust. So we have to trust in the Lord, not with just part, but all of our heart, and get away from the practice of constantly relying on our own understanding. You see, this is the only way trust really works. It has to be with all your heart, as the verse says. The heart has to be kind of all in, or it's not really trusting. It is this kind of all in of the heart that opens our spirit to the real revelation of God's good nature and the purity of his essence. The theological word for, for trust is, is faith. And it's this word, you know, faith, that God says will deliver our humanity from its imprisonment, 
to that me storyline that gets us all into trouble and find our ontological freedom, salvation, and fulfillment in, in God alone. So often I hear that, you know, we're called to love God, and, and that's true. But how do you love what you haven't come to even trust yet? This is, in fact, how you test, you know, love for God. Does your love flow from a real bedrock trust or from some, you know, just passing feelings that you have? I think if I, if I could hear the silent whisper of most people's hearts, it would say something like, you know, I really do love God, but I don't trust him. Because we've probably all been disappointed in life. And so sometimes trust is hard to come by. So I've heard that a lot from people. Well, you know, like I love God, but, you know, I, I, I'm not sure about if I trust him. And, and really herein is, is the dilemma of, you know, modern spirituality. There's a lot of lip service about love, but little to no actual trust. So I'm here to suggest to you in this podcast today that you, you can't have love without trust. In, 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 in fact, that's kind of where, where love gets rooted, is in the bedrock of, of trust. Love will always grow cold, and I, I really would like you to hear this today. Love will always grow cold where there is no all-in with the heart of trusting in God. Trust is at the very heart of entering into union with God. Christ is the place the human heart can enter into trusting God. And, and being in the Son puts us into the loving heart of the Father with the trusting essence of the Son. In, in, in other words, the Son is our trust in the Father. We come to the Son and believing in Him and the testimony the Father gives about the Son is the way we trust the Father. Here, trust isn't, you know, forced. It's enjoyed as that kind of spontaneous outflow of the righteousness that we have in Christ. I, I trust God in the trusting life of the Son with the Father. That's where my spiritual trust is, is discovered. It's not so much me trusting in God as the Son is always trusting the Father. And as I am in, as I am in relationship with the Son, I enter into that trusting relationship the Father or the Son has with the Father, and the love the Father has with his trusting Son. Life is, you know, a schoolhouse of learning this lesson of trust. <laughs> the Lord is, he's always working in our lives to make himself the source of our living. That's why we're often passing through all kinds of, you know, experiences and trials and various environments in our life. They are really designed by God to bring us into himself as our source and trust in him. It's not that God sends bad things into our lives. The enemy has more than enough opportunity to do that. But it's that when we go through hard times, we learn to trust in, in God. And sometimes God allows the circumstances in our life to be such that he keeps us in a place of learning this deep, deep lesson of trust. So 
your trials aren't you know designed to punish you they're designed by God to bring you into him as the source of your trust in simple words our, our trials are teaching us that soul needed lesson of trusting we never progress spiritually beyond our last intentional act of trust let me say that again because it, it bears repeating we never progress spiritually beyond our last intentional act of trusting God you say you know I love God you can say that all you want but the the test is in the trust right the test is in the trust when we trust we pass the tests of trials so whatever you're going through right now my brother and sister and I just want to encourage you with this today whatever you're going through right now whatever it may be it's just another step toward the goal of working a realization into your consciousness that your life is God himself you have to learn to trust that source and this life of God to be really truly known has to be truly trusted and I guess that's my message today to know the life of God truly then you have to truly trust him when God reconciled us to himself through the life of his son he produced a relationship in in us that makes him not ourselves the source of our our lives and the source of our living so spiritually our path is learning to make a trust transfer from ourself into this new life that's taken up residence in our spirit this new life within us is is a trusting one not a rational one in trusting the life of God within us that life unfolds itself like a flower it enlarges it increases it moves into an immeasurable benediction in our life and that's really what trust gives to us this entire universe is destined to be consummated in God as the source of all things this is you know the goal toward which the speed of trust will bring us the kingdom of God and the new heaven and new earth are fully supplied with God as the source and uh, this vision of the consummation of all of God's work in eternity future unveils him as the unique source of the universe who, who deserves our trust all of life is really a test of what is the dominant essence inside of us and that is seen by what we trust you know some trust in in money or power or popularity pleasure resources intelligence I mean you know the list can go on many trust their own ideas their their own opinions their views their concepts of religion but the only liber liberty in, in life it, it comes through trusting someone who's trustworthy and the only one qualified for that is Christ he is the only one who's proved himself trustworthy flawless sinless obedient and victorious 
to be redeemed and regenerated is to be ushered into the realm of the new creation where, where God begins a process in which, you know, experientially, the old things start to pass out of our lives. The old things are related to our separate self as our only point of reference. We lived out of our own impulses, our own choices, our own thoughts. But, but now, when we come to Christ, we begin to live by revelation, that is, by, by trusting what God has revealed to us about his Son. The Apostle Paul said that in Galatians how God was pleased to reveal his Son in me. And, and that revelation of what the Father says about the Son, what he, the Father testifies about the Son, is the place that we are to put our trust. No other human being is trustworthy. It, it's when we live by trusting this revelation that you know God becomes our unique source of living. He reveals to us the purpose of our human life. We no longer you know, take our own view, our own concepts as the basis of our human experience, where we used to do that all the time. <laughs> revelation unveils to us God's eternal purpose. This revelation causes us to be persons who are uh, living to be conformed to the image of God's Son. So that's the trust that comes into our life, this unique trust it's not a general trust. It's a unique trust to trust in the Son as revealed by the Father and recorded in the, in the Scriptures. So, if we would, you know, look into our heart <laughs> to see where we can trust God rather than just to learn more spiritual things, I think we would begin to make great strides towards spiritual maturity to look in our life, where can I trust God today? What area of my mind, my thinking, my emotions, my circumstances, my relationships, can I trust God very specifically? I think if every day we began to look at that rather than what can I learn today, but where can I trust? I think we would begin to germinate something in our spiritual relationship with God that hereunto has been just, you know, uh, cold <laughs> and maybe indifferent because trust builds relationship and that's really what God is after in in our trusting him so let's begin to look into our heart to see where we can trust God not just learn about him you know we really don't need to add any more learning necessarily to the mind but we desperately need to add a lot more trusting to the heart so I would encourage you today to think about that in terms of your spiritual progress. Where can I trust God? In the end, God doesn't really care so much about your theology, but what he does care about is this. Do you trust him? I mean really trust him with all your heart and from the bottom of your heart. The heart moves into God only at the speed of trust not knowledge. In this, you know, overly skeptical and cynical <laughs> and mistrusting world, a trusting heart in God becomes, you know, that rare and precious commodity that's worth more than the entire world. And that really is what God is after in you and me today. He's looking for 
a heart that trusts him. It's, it's no wonder when, you know, the disciples were arguing among themselves who, who was the greatest, that Jesus took a little child and put the child in the midst of them and said, unless you change and become like this little child, you're never going to enter into the kingdom of God. And, you know, certainly the Lord wasn't telling us to become childish, but what he was putting in front of the disciples to see is this whole issue of trust because the one characteristic of a child is its nature to implicitly trust. Unfortunately, that gets broken and damaged through life in this sinful world, but initially that's the, the way a child, a baby and a child instantly reacts, there's this instant trust. It doesn't need to understand everything. You know, when a child asks something of their father or mother, they just kind of trust it, you know? They, they don't sit back and compute and try to figure out the logic of what that answer was is correct or not, but there's just this implicit trust. And so when Jesus set a child before the disciples and said, hey, listen, guys, you want to be great in my kingdom? Then let's, let's not talk about knowledge, who, who knows the most, who knows the most, who's done the greatest works and miracles. Let's talk about trusting as a child. Who among you trusts me as a child and when you start there you're well on your way to a genuine maturity that uh, you're looking for and, and God is also after in, in our life so let me encourage you today in your relationship with God to remember this that relationship moves at the speed of trust so how far are you going it depends on how much you're trusting I hope this would encourage you today to resolve in your life, to enter into the trusting nature of the Son in the Father, in the Father's love for the Son, and find that to be the strength that uh, gets you through your day. Anyways, as always, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, podcast. I really enjoy uh, taking these moments with you to share and trusting that some of this is being of encouragement uh, to you. Um, leave a comment uh, if anything is helpful to you that was helpful to you today. Love to hear from you. God bless you and uh, have a great day. And don't forget, take a deep dive into your interiority and find God's smiling face looking back at you there. God bless.